When you wake up in the morning and check your phone, does it feel like this or like this? Because with Shopify, your morning can feel like this way more often. That's the sound of a sale being made on your new Shopify store. And while client payments may require weeks or months of work, you can start generating a semi-passive income to grow your business by setting up a Shopify store all of your own. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Whether you're selling your latest designs on shirts or bags or adding something totally different to your business, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. You can sell online, you can sell in person, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. With Shopify, you can set up your store in minutes and start selling immediately. And Shopify's award-winning support is there to help you as you go. Sign up for a $1 per month trial at shopify.com slash freelance. That's all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash freelance to grow your business no matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash freelance. Or click the link in our show description and start waking up to this. Whether you want to travel more or communicate better with international clients, you need to try Babbel. I've used Babbel's courses and you can do the same in order to learn real life conversation skills in a different language. Order food, ask for directions, or speak to clients without having to use translation apps. Right now, get 60% off your Babbel subscription. This is only for our listeners at babbel.com slash freelance. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash freelance, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L.com slash freelance. Rules and restrictions apply. Reliable was was super late to this market, actually. And it was a market that was kind of crazy to enter because it's like the world of $99 to convert your PSD to WordPress 24-hour turnaround. N- nothing in that statement is true. Um, and, and very quickly, we saw people were responding to that message. Uh, I mean, our message is essentially like, hey, have you been burnt trying to get your designs coded? We have too. And so actually we got so upset by that. We started this company and here's how here's how we're doing things differently. Season five of Freelance to Founder is supported by Gusto. On your own journey from freelance to founder, you'll notice that HR, payroll, and benefits can be a huge pain, which is why there's Gusto. Gusto makes it easy to scale your solo business through modern technology built specifically for small businesses just like yours. And as this season's sponsor, Gusto is offering freelance to founder listeners an exclusive deal at gusto.com slash FTF. Sign up using that link and you'll get three months completely free. It's a pretty big deal. Again, that's three full months completely free of Gusto HR payroll and benefits tech at gusto.com slash FTF. This episode is supported in part by Design Crowd. Design Crowd helps entrepreneurs and small businesses like you outsource custom logos, business cards, and web design from top designers around the world. Design Crowd has over 600,000 designers from Sydney to San Francisco, ready to help you with your creative ideas. With Design Crowd, get the perfect custom design every time. Freelance to Founder listeners can receive up to $100 off their design project by visiting designcrowd.com slash founder or entering promo code founder at checkout. You know, working from home is mostly great, but there are some days when I realize I haven't left my house or even my chair like all day. Have you been there? Getting outside to exercise or making a trip to the gym are just harder now that my office is just a flight of stairs away. 
If you're stuck in the same rut as me, then you should try Hydro. That's H-Y-D-R-O-W. With the Hydro rower and 20 minutes a day, getting a full body workout is so much easier. Hydro can work up to 86% of your muscles in just 20 minutes for an insane effective home workout. That's because Hydro pairs the effectiveness of rowing with the power of technology to connect you with over 5,000 video trainings, classes, and workouts. And get ready to get out from behind your home desk because after a few months of daily rowing with Hydro, your partner's gonna wanna take you out for a night on the town to show you off. This spring, join the growing rowing community at Hydro. Head over to hydro.com and use code FREELANCE to save up to $400 off your Hydro. That's H-Y-D-R-O-W.com and promo code FREELANCE to save $400. Hydro.com, promo code FREELANCE, or just click the link in our show description. Have you ever noticed that many of the problems people call in with on this show can be solved by hiring someone? Sometimes you need a full-fledged team, other times maybe just a simple assistant, or an expert in something you're not great at. Whatever your reason for hiring, we recommend you take a look at LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn isn't just another job board. As you may know already, LinkedIn has a vast network of more than a billion professionals, which makes it the best place to hire. It gives you access to professionals you can't find anywhere else. And LinkedIn Jobs makes the process of finding the perfect teammate easy and intuitive. Hiring is always easy when you have access to so many quality candidates. So easy, in fact, that 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours when using LinkedIn Jobs. I've used it myself, and it was so simple. In fact, I've made multiple hires using LinkedIn Jobs, and did I mention, by the way, it's free to business owners like me and you. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash freelance. That's linkedin.com slash freelance to post your job for free or click the link in our show description. Terms and conditions apply. For Milo, this is Freelance to Founder, the podcast where we tell the stories of freelancers who've scaled their businesses to something much bigger than themselves. I'm Brandon Hall, and on today's show, we introduce you to David Tendrich and Lou Levitt, partners in business and in life. They're co-founders of two companies, an agency named Unexpected Ways and a productized service called Reliable PSD. The latter takes your Photoshop and sketch designs and turns them into HTML and CSS or even into a custom WordPress design. They've grown their businesses from just the two of them to over 20 employees and hundreds of thousands in annual revenue from across the globe between those two distinct brands. Who are they and how did they do it? That's the story you're going to hear. on in life I, I think and I think for me and David it happened around the same time at the age of about of 17 we both had uh, like a, a spiritual awakening of sorts we just came to see the experiences of our life and everything that happens to it in it very differently than we did before um, and we came to see that everything that comes into our life and that's happened in our life, whether it was good or it was bad or it was awful and traumatic, like happened for a reason. And that that reason was for us to grow and like learn and emerge from it better. With And that's actually why we called uh, eventually our agency Unexpected Ways, because we've found in every area of life 
that everything always and our tagline is unexpected ways things come together and um, we've just found that things always come together in unexpected ways and that's really been the story of our life this isn't your typical founder story but is there one really i mean we've had university graduates dropouts founders from dual parents and single parent families we've featured entrepreneurs who came from challenging financial circumstances and those from relative wealth. If you're into stories where the odds are stacked against the protagonists, but they win in the end, this is your show. With today's guests, Lou was born in the former Soviet Union, but grew up in Israel before moving to the United States in her teens. David was attending his fourth and final high school when they met in Atlanta, Georgia. Well, It it was it was love at first sight, but we didn't know about it. So, yeah, that means it we took a few years for us to realize it. Yeah, like we were we were best friends for for three years before we became together. Um, and I do like to say became together instead of started dating because I never really understood the dating concept. Um, and we did just become together um, <laughs> when when. yeah (laughs) yeah so yeah but we were just like we instantly just felt this bond um and we just like instantly got each other well that's our first love story on freelance to founder neither was looking for love but it found them neither was looking to start their own business either let alone launch one together and yet here we are now we're obviously too early in our story to suggest that they had their next steps all detailed given what they'd both gone through to get where they were. So here's how it played out. Um, I, I would say I, I always kind of had glimmers of entrepreneurism. Uh, but no, I, was, I wasn't totally sure. I had no, I had no idea. But I, I, every once in a while, I'd get these inspiration for, um, for ideas for how I could make money starting my own thing. And I kind of had a dream of, of doing that it was more in college where that where that kind of came together for me what what about you no i i don't think it crossed my mind at that point just because even at that point i think like i just within myself i was like struggling with too many things to to think of that but um but i mean so what i do in in part of what I do in both our businesses is design. Uh, and I did, I've always like done art and I've always been interested in design. And I did, I did know that that was kind of the direction I wanted to, to go in. After high school, David and Lou attended two different universities that were near each other in Georgia. And they stayed in touch, though again, not for business purposes. And then the love bug hit. Uh, then... <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Then suddenly something changed. It was just like something in the air. I think he's asking air. about the business. Oh, the business? <laughs> I'm... Well, something changed and we like consciously fell in love with each other. And here's where the business comes in. Remember I said that David and Lou run two businesses simultaneously, Unexpected Ways and Reliable PSD. It was Unexpected Ways they got up and running first. Yes. It, no, it, it happened by accident. Yeah, it happened. So basically, David yeah. was was um, paying his way through school by teaching guitar lessons. 
in in teaching these guitar lessons, he would create ads for his like Craigslist ads and and you know flyers for his lessons. Um, and and he actually ended up getting like a ton of students, way more than uh, other teachers who were advertising who had like forty years of experience were getting. And he found that that he actually enjoyed creating these ads more than teaching the lessons. Well, so, so yeah. And, and I, and my, uh, my half brother out in California was, was, uh, mentoring me about growing this business. Uh, he, he owned, um, he owned a chain of fitness boot camps in Southern California. And he also had this blog teaching, helping other trainers with fitness marketing. But anyways, he saw what I was doing with the Craigslist ads, how I was, you know, the clients I was getting, how I was navigating, like going from them reaching out to them becoming a client. And he was just like super blown away. So he asked if I would write a blog post about it to help his community. So I did, you know, at the end I said, Hey, if anybody has questions, feel free to reach out. And I, and I left my email and anyways, next thing I know, I, I, I wake up to this inbox of people wanting me to make their Craigslist ads. Uh, well, so then I, uh, you know, I'm talking to Lou about this and Lou, um, is already this amazing designer. And so we were talking about, well, Hey, what if we, what if we like work together on, on making these ads for people? And so, um, and so we did, so she did the design, uh, and I did the copy and, um, and, and we sent out these ads to people and they were getting like really crazy results from them, like better than for many of them better than any of their other marketing um and so then that sort of evolved into people saying well hey could you guys also do my website could you also do this and that and so sort of by accident uh we had started our agency so unexpected ways was a unique agency building websites for people yes but offering traffic driving campaigns as well now this was late 2008 eking a little into 2009 But going backwards in time for just a minute, David had had a college professor who tried to prepare students for how competitive the real world is. He wanted to harden them for what they'd encounter. So anyway, after after like six months of us doing this, and I don't even remember how we somehow just people started finding us, and we didn't even have we didn't like have a website, we didn't have anything. We were just creating ads and. And then we started doing branding for people and just all sorts of stuff. We were like, you know, college. And I actually remember being in college in one of my classes. It was like two years in. And the, the professor was talking about how competitive it is out there and how horrible it is. And it was like this whole attitude that I just didn't resonate with at all. It was just very um, it repelled me. And David and I were talking and we we're like, uh, yeah, we both decided that college wasn't really going to get us from what we were learning to where we wanted to be. Uh, and I think David even tried taking some uh, marketing classes when we when we started doing it in hopes that it would help. Um, but it was like based on the real world results we were getting people like he saw that what they were teaching was just so not relevant um, to what actually gets people results with marketing in the real world. When we come back, 
You'll hear how this new enlightenment opened up David's and Lou's eyes to how they should view competition in a new agency offering website design and online marketing. You'll also learn about how and why they started a second company. The more work they did for clients, especially clients they didn't know and who came to them, the more they encountered folks who already had a clear idea of what they wanted with their websites. They only lacked the HTML and CSS talent to bring their Photoshop designs to life. So rather than build them a website the way maybe you're used to seeing done, the idea of reliable PSD was born. Thanks again to this season's sponsor, Gusto. If you're ready to scale your solo business, but you're worried about the complicated details behind hiring, HR, payroll, or benefits, Gusto can help. They've built some incredible technology to ensure you get HR and payroll right as you grow. You can get three free months of Gusto by visiting gusto.com slash FTF. That's G-U-S-T-O dot com slash F-T-F. We'd also like to thank Design Crowd for their support of this episode. Everyone knows if you're going to take your solo business more seriously, you need to look professional. With Design Crowd, hire talented designers from Sydney to San Francisco to help you design your business cards, website, or even your logo. You'll get the perfect custom design every single time. Save up to $100 by visiting designcrowd.com founder or entering promo code founder at checkout. So uh, going back to the competitive nature, I've just always had a very strong belief that like what what's yours is yours and nobody can take it away from you. So um, and that, that's kind of my view of competition. So I, I really, in a way, don't believe in competition in that way. And that's why uh, that repelled me. I'm wondering how many freelancers or early entrepreneurs this happens to. You're doing all right, maybe even great, but you catch on to an idea that has legs, maybe even more upside than the thing you're currently focused on. That was David and Lou. They embraced the opportunity. I'd chalk it up to that refreshing, everything happens for a reason mindset they operated with. But their idea wasn't brand new. They weren't the first to come up with the idea for reliable PSD or the concept behind it. So should they have started it while running unexpected ways? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I was just like, what if we did it? What if we created a company that actually did it right? Was sort of, I think that's what I, what I also said at the time. And I think I said, what? You want to start another business? <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> I was like, I, I, uh, was I know. Like, I think I just said, yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I think it's a really good idea. And I was like, you know, I think you're right. I think it is a good idea. <laughs> so <clears throat> I think we were about four years into unexpected ways. We were living uh, in New York at the time. And... Uh, well, yeah, you know, like David was saying, we, we were just having, uh, we had had year, like four years of the, these frustrating experiences. Um, and we, and then we met our partner, Victor, who, yeah, he was born in the Ukraine, but he lives in Prague. And I remember we were driving on West Highway. Yeah, the West Side. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, the West Side. I, and it's funny I remember that, but I remember we were like on this curve. And David looked at me and he said, hey, what if we 
start this company that did coding like totally different that that created a totally different experience than what we've struggled with um and i don't know i guess he just had like was struck with with some genius inspiration <laughs> reliable was was super late to this market actually and it was a market that was kind of crazy to enter because it's like the world of $99 to convert your PSD to WordPress 24-hour turnaround. N- nothing in that statement is true. Um, and and very quickly we saw people were responding to that message. Uh, I mean, our message is essentially like, hey, have you been burnt trying to get your designs coded? We have too. And so actually we got so upset by that, we started this company and here's how here's how we're doing things differently. Unexpected Ways was a very manual, hands-on agency in which David and Lou didn't want to delegate work, let alone outsource it entirely in order to deliver for clients. David had to get to know clients' businesses in very in-depth ways, and he worked closely with Lou in designing graphics, products, and campaigns for him. But Reliable presented an entirely different opportunity. One of the things with Unexpected Ways is Lou and I are so OCD about the work that we could never delegate uh, any of it. So even to this day, it's just she and I doing all of the work for Unexpected Ways. Um, and so one of the reliable we we saw as an opportunity to create something that could exist outside of us, where we are we are partners who are sort of setting the course for the ship and making sure everything is uh, is staying on course, but where we wouldn't have to be so involved in the day to day, and uh, it could grow beyond us, and we would have have a team, something that could scale to a team that was taking care of of these things. So we saw it as that, and as such, we saw it as something that could leverage the fact that unexpected ways is creating it. Uh, to help other agencies, just to, to help solidify this idea that it's sort of, you know, it's sort of like um, a FUBU play for us, by us, for agencies, by agencies, um, its own brand under its own LLC. I, I, I just want to keep growing it. I, I love it. I, I love our team. I just want to keep growing it and see where it goes. But who knows? Perhaps someday it would it'll be acquired. I don't know. So we're we're sort of leaving that open. Four years into running Unexpected Ways, they were about to embark on building a second company at the same time. We've covered a lot of different launch strategies and growth plans that new founders employed in starting their businesses. David and Lou bootstrapped their new endeavor because they weren't 100% sure how to price their services, and they didn't want to get upside down. It was either 2013 or 14, but I think it was 2013. Um, So... So we actually started very slow, and um, that was on purpose. I think we soft launched in January with only like a couple projects just to kind of see how it was going. And at first it was very small. I think at first it was just like the three of us um, doing everything. And um, and we just, yeah, we just wanted to see what, what the experience would be like. We wanted to to create systems to put in place. And um, after three months, we actually launched. Uh, it was people we knew who, who had just said to us, hey, do you guys know a good developer? And at the time, we didn't have, or, or we didn't, 
have a good referral. So then we kind of hit the back up and we're like, hey guys, we're actually launching a development service. Thought you'd want to give it a shot. So uh, when those went really well, we then basically we put up a landing page. And um, I remember I used AdWords Express to target PSD to HTML, uh, which, you know, if anybody knows AdWords, I'm sure they are uh, rolling their eyes at, <laughs> at that. But um, but honestly, with like, I, I think we I threw like we, we threw like 300 bucks at it and generated um, and generated a, a really good response. Um, but e- but even so, uh, for that entire first year, I think I don't know if we spent much more per month than that, honestly. Um, and we, it, it, but it was because we were so bent on making sure we were doing everything right and everything like perfectly for every client that, and and we kept like we kept realizing, I don't know. The more we went in the beginning, we thought we knew. All the, the issues these other companies had and why they couldn't deliver a good product, good customer service. But as we went, we realized it seems so simple. Hand in your design, it gets coded, but it's actually under behind the scenes. It's actually a really complex process uh, from start to finish. And we kept uncovering more and more of this complexity and coming up with systems to address it. Uh, and so in that first year, we kept it relatively small um, and... Uh, and, and also, we kept it within what what the three of us could handle as still a side project. They make it sound very matter-of-fact and maybe a little too easy, really, but it wasn't always rosy so much. They had to deal with the pains of being forced to build processes and systems for a new company while running their first. I don't, we never had really any major issues with each other or anything like that. So it, it was always a very good partnership where we all always respected each other. And the systems we were creating were more uh, like workflow system and, and ways of working with clients. And the other thing, which actually is one of my favorite things about Reliable, is the way we've grown. We, like have, we have not invested really any money in it. We, all the money we would make, we would just put back into it. And that's how we grew year after year with like no investment. We just keep kept reinvesting um, what we were making back into advertising or hiring people or whatever it is. So while they had to work through starting one company while relying on another, there were some peaks and valleys with income and revenue. While those days are behind them now, they had to get creative early on to make sure they could justify the time that reliable PSD would require. So for uh, for unexpected ways, it was a combination of, um, at this point, uh, retainers as well as um, partnering with clients on products. Uh, so there, there was recurring revenue. You know, we were getting really amazing results for people. And... And one particular client who I'd grown close with, he was talking about launching a product. And I said, hey, you know, what if we just partner on it and I will do the work? So then then you don't have to pay me for the work. But also, um, you know, if we partner on this thing and it takes off, that's going to really incentivize me to, to, to help you grow in any way I can. Because as anything he did grows, it would... Um, ripple into ripple into that product. Um, so he, I, I think he he saw the value in that. But I think at that point, I'd already become 
because so mostly I, I say I, Lou and I, of course, worked together on everything, but it was mostly copy that he was um, contracting unexpected ways for. And so that's that's my department. He wanted me around. And I think he saw it as a way to ensure our relationship would last through the years. Uh, but prior to that, like Lou said, oh, yeah, there were so many months where we had no idea how we were going to pay rent that month. Eventually, we we created we have we i don't know we always struggle to get clients in the beginning and then uh, it, it's it's so weird how simple i realized it was to basically if, if you have a a good website and you throw some adwords money at it even honestly adwords express i don't know if i don't still use it but that was how adwords express plus a good website gave us more leads than we could take on um, so I think that's that's really overlooked because people are so scared to even try it or make an investment, especially if money's tight. And I get it, but if you can just scrape up any money you can for it, you know, um, and then even if you can if you can scrounge up twenty bucks a month, it's something, and you might get one client from that. Today, both companies are thriving. Reliable PSD is doing well enough that they can keep their Ukrainian partner and worldwide lineup of contributors very, very busy. Um, with, as, as Reliable has grown, Reliable kind of became, in a way, our, like our client. Like if Reliable came to unexpected ways as a client. So Reliable be, became like a very needy client <laughs> that, that uh, needs things. And um, so we, we do that. We help reliable grow and then as we've grown unexpected ways uh we've scaled it in the way david has said we we take on way less projects we just work on much bigger projects that are higher uh paid and take more time it's it's been a hustle every step and i I think the way the way we've done it is you know so in the beginning we had all these craigslist ads but we took the results we generated and the testimonials and we leveraged those to position ourselves for bigger projects. And then we collected testimonials and case studies from those and positioned that for larger. And then over the years, we've gotten to a point where we are now positioned to actually take care of these more specialized projects. Um, so it's, it's definitely not just like, you know, right. you put your, <laughs> we put our shingle out and that happened. Um, it was a grind to get to the point where we were ready even for those projects. Because honestly, if those opportunities had come in the beginning, there's no way we would have actually been able to, um, to deliver on them, I think. It, it took everything we've learned over the years uh, to get to the, the level where we were ready for that. Heavy growth, even if it's relatively steady so that it's manageable, still requires you to think through how you're going to accommodate it. That includes adding new employees, whether they're full-timers or part-time contributors. It was very scary, and especially because Lou and I are such perfectionists as well. So the, the first thing we had to do was we just had to do it because it was at a point where we, could, we couldn't handle it by ourselves anymore. Then there came the process of learning how to look at someone else's work. And when they don't do it how you would have done it, containing that rage <laughs> and, and having productive conversations with them about how to how to get better, which, which honestly, I think is really good, right? Because it's 
because you, you know if you if you ever if somebody ever reaches a level where even a, an employee or even within yourself where you're like oh i'm good i'm i'm at the best i can be you never get better you never improve at that point another thing that's been very very important for us when we created reliable was that like everybody who works with us like feels very appreciated and all our team members feel very appreciated um and cared about and um not just like blamed for things or you know so it definitely took some time to find a balance between like communicating assertively and keeping that overall energy but there was even a point where i felt like we we even took that too far to the point where people weren't being held accountable for mistakes because we were too easy on them and so we had to learn uh we, we had to learn how to hold people accountable because we saw that our approach was enabling them to keep making the same mistakes um which sometimes were very costly to us as a as a company um you know we there there were projects that we lost uh quite a bit of money on because of those mistakes and we saw them coming up cropping up so finally you know we had to learn how to balance appreciation with also not and then also appreciating people in a way where you acknowledge the great job they did but then still open the door for improving things are steadily growing well enough now that when i asked them what they'd say to a freelancer who was in their shoes from a few years ago wanting to build their business beyond small freelance jobs here and there here's their response First, I would want to know, so what are you doing right now to try to uh, to try to get the kinds of projects you want? Um, what what all have you tried? What is so special about your services? like what what do you bring to the table that no one else does? What's the biggest things what's the biggest thing your clients get from your work like in their own words? like if they were to say, uh, you know, I love." Jenny, because, you know, what would they, what would they say? Um, and I would encourage them to, to actually get on the phone with their clients and ask them about that. Um, I would want to know what problems are these prospects facing that they, they need your services for these projects you want to land. How can you solve that problem better than someone else? Or what's your unique way of solving it? And I, I think that would be a good start. Much like Justin Jackson from last season of Freelance to Founder. David and Lou feel some of your greatest insights for how to grow your business can come from your existing clients and customers. I would say uh, one of the biggest things with both Unexpected Ways and Reliable, one of the most valuable things you can do, I think anybody can do for their business, is to speak to their customers and really pick their brains and learn as much as possible about, uh, about them and what drives them. It's uncomfortable to get on the phone with a stranger and ask them trying questions, I think. Yeah, you can create something that someone will look at and go, oh, that's such a great website. And like, oh, you see that headline? That's cool. And maybe it is, but how, how is it performing is the ultimate indicator. And what we have found is that when you have all the answers to the test of what a market, of what a customer needs to know in order to make a buying decision, you can th those results are far easier to get because you just literally take what they need what they told you they need and even using their vocabulary and you put it on the website um, and you design an ambience according to what they a need. final lesson from the growth of unexpected ways and reliable psd is this never rest on your laurels 
always look ahead to what and whom you'll need to be in the months or years to come, so your agency evolves with the times. I, I can definitely see Reliable also taking the sort of path to becoming um, to becoming more high-end. Uh, I, I feel the what Reliable actually delivers right now is, is high-end. We just haven't been positioning ourselves. So exactly the process I said before about continually elevating who you're positioning to, I feel like Reliable is at the point where it's ready to now position itself for, for a higher end clientele. Um, but I think we can do it in a way where we can take on a new, uh, a new kind of client while still serving our existing customer base. But so I think there's that also Reliable too is starting to transition to retainer based billing as opposed to uh, per project, uh, which also really helps with seasonality. And that's the story of David Tendrich and Lou Levitt, co-founders of Reliable PSD. Embrace change, everybody. Give enough thought to new opportunities that come your way. You may not always take advantage of them, but there might be times where it's right, and it opens up tremendous personal and business growth. Friends, next episode, we bring you Mark Von Brockdorf, one of five co-founders of Hotjar, a scorching hot software as a service that helps website owners get detailed insights on their site visitors' behavior. He's had to grow from technical co-founder to recruiter and people developer. You won't want to miss this episode. Um, what you kind of need to start realizing is that um, in order to be kind of to, to be tr tr truly a good founder, you really need to put your ego aside and, and kind of almost forget what your personal ambitions are and say, okay, what can I do that is good for the company right now? And that could be that it could be that the best thing you could do is not be a leader, for example, or, or hire somebody to be a leader. So um, you, you do need to kind of reach a level of kind of emotional maturity to, to accept that that is what you need to do. For all of us at Milo, thanks for listening to this episode. And we'd love to have you come join us in our exclusive Facebook group for freelancers. Search for Milo, and that's M-I-L-L-O, on Facebook. We'll catch you next time on Freelance to Founder.